I think it's inevitable that you understand more about your life as you experience more life. Mm. I don't think there is one truth for everyone, mm. but I do believe that you can develop a better understanding, a deeper understanding of yourself and your life as you experience more of life and you experience more inside of your life. But I don't think it's guaranteed. I think a lot of people, they think that just because they age, they're gonna automatically become wiser. Just like how some people think just because they age, they're automatically gonna retire at 65. I don't think it's guaranteed. You need to be very intentional with how you approach life in order to get that like deeper understanding. It's not guaranteed. Like if you just like float through life and like automatically do everything on autopilot, like, you know, clock in clock out at your nine to five and then just like numb yourself with like Netflix and games. I don't think you can get like a deeper understanding. If anything, you're just very good at doing monkey work and numbing your pain, which I think a lot of people are, are in that right now. Welcome to the Early Retirement Advantage Podcast, where you will get weekly doses of inspiration to pursue financial freedom while caring for your mental health. After being diagnosed with several mental illnesses during the pandemic and getting fired soon after that, I decided to turn that into an opportunity to pursue FIRE, financial independent and retire early. If you're ready to kickstart your financial freedom journey while taking care of your mental health, you've come to the right place. You will learn the mindset and strategies to retire early from anything that no longer serves you. So there are different levels of awareness, right? Like some people, they're aware of just the surface level, like the money, the numbers. Of course, there are these people. And so that's why I need a combination of both. Like I need to both speak the language of where they're at and speak the language of like what they're missing. Because a lot of people, when they're so focused on just the numbers and just the money, they'll realize that, hey, like I've been brute forcing this. I've been trying so fucking hard. Why am I not there? And the reason that they're not there is because there's a missing piece of like their mind is thinking about certain believing in certain truths like for example if they have certain beliefs about money like you can only work hard for money then these people they're not gonna really try for passive income because they think the only way to make money is to work harder right so these beliefs are what holds people back on top of like you know doing the work because doing the work is not enough because i i certainly believe that the direction of your work is way more potent than how much work you put in And when you work in the right direction, when you make the right choices, then it's going to make your life so much easier than if you were to just put in hard work, which I think, again, a very Puritan view. And a lot of people believe that they're like, in order to become rich, you have to work really hard. But the thing is, you look around our society and you can see that there are people who work really, really hard and they're broke as fuck. It's not because they're lazy. It's because they're working hard on different things that does not necessarily bring them to that next income bracket. But is the goal the next income bracket? Huh? Is the goal the next income bracket? Is, is it no, goal? but that could be their goals, oh, right? Yeah. For, I, for a lot of people, their goal could be the next income bracket. But again, like for me, is I want to speak their language, which is maybe for them, they want more money. They want more resources. They want more, more materials. They want the next income bracket. They mm-hmm. want more income, right? But for me, like where the level that I'm at right now is... Helping people understand that money is not just about having more and more. It's also the concept of enough, the concept of celebrating what you currently have and also using your unique genius, your monetizable identity, your investor personality to amplify your efforts to create wealth in the easiest way for you, uniquely designed for you. Is this still fire movement? Because I guess Uh for me, because a fire movement person. Right. Because the reason why... I think a lot of people like fire because it's like, hey, you are chasing the next income. You are chasing the next. You All you need to do is take what you have, mm-hmm. i.e. a job. Right. And if you have a savings of, let's say, 50%, uh-huh. then after 10 more years, you're done. 
But how many people actually follow through? How many people, like, let's say they, they go through that 10 years mm-hmm. and they hit their FI number, how many people actually feel safe enough to so-called quit? <clears throat> well, so, so I to guess... To quit the rat race. Right. And I think that's a missing link. Like, even if you're doing all the work, even if you're, you know, financially speaking, capable of retiring from corporate, capable of exiting the rat race, uh-huh. do you actually feel safe doing so? So my question so is... So that's one uh, aspect of it. Uh, and another aspect of it is, is getting a job and working it for like 10, 20, 15 years, is that the only way to get to fire? And which, in my world, it isn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair, right? But I guess my question is, because mm-hmm. how do you reach this person before they spend 10 years of their life? How do I reach them? Yeah. My only job is just to be really good at communicating exactly what I do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people who resonate with that will see me. Yeah. I don't like try to reach people. I feel like I feel like that sounds like I feel like I'm I don't know, could yeah. It feels like I'm like a savior or something. Like someone even said um reach, in one of my comments. With. Right, communicate mm-hmm. with. I just feel like reach <laughs> sounds like a very far fetched sort of action. Right. Well, cause because mm-hmm. 'cause I'm envisioning this person to be like right. I got my job, I just need ten more years of here. Yeah. And they're stuck in their shell. Yeah, and, and I'll be, you know, there talking my truth, which is your job is not the only way to get there. And you can shorten that time frame if you want. So that is gonna, uh-huh. I guess, be their alternative okay. if they see me. Okay. And so my only job is to be really good at communicating exactly what is in my mind because it's very clear in my mind, but I need to practice my craft. I need to practice my skillfulness in terms of communicating it. Okay, so uh, that's this is very interesting because when I said I'm stuck in my shell, because mm-hmm. uh, you're saying that the thing that might appeal to me is that there's a way to shorten it. Yeah. I think the thing that appealed to me is you are miserable in that shell. Uh-huh. Right? You know what? You can find- And and part of that uh-huh. misery could be time. Part uh-huh. of that misery could be the the actual stuff that you're doing during uh, that you're doing during that time. Right, right. Yeah, you you know what? Like, yeah. Cuz cuz I guess for me like, yeah. Just time cuz I guess for me like mm-hmm. for some people cuz what if it's just, you know, 5 years, right? Mm. For a lot of people, they're like, five years, you know what, I've already been working for five years, you know, I'm like 35. Like, uh-huh. going to 40 is like, you know, nothing almost, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Again, I guess that's the other thing. You need yeah. to teach people to value their time, too, almost. Right, right, right. right. Value that you know, youth, for all I know. Right, right. right. And I guess for me, I'm like, telling a person, hey, there's no way you do it quicker. They're like, whatever, man, five years is nothing. Right? right. But for them, but I guess for me, I can see the appeal being, hey... You're in there, you're fucking miserable, you don't know it because you have a goal, and you know, maybe that's the whole point of having a goal, right? You can bear through somewhat misery. Right, it, right? it like numbs your pain, it numbs yeah. your current pain, it makes you like not see the present. When, when, that's why I say like when people are so goal oriented, let it be a money goal or like a certain milestone goal, they forget about the present. It's a hard balance. Mm-hmm. There are other people who don't have any calls and then they're right, just like, right. you know, and then they're 60 and have no savings. Yeah, right? and, and I, I think I bring in blend of both because obviously my upbringing, my background, I'm Chinese, first-gen immigrant, so a lot of me is like super goal-oriented mm-hmm. and super like goal-driven and I only see the goalposts right in front of me, but then mm-hmm. that also caused me to chase after goalposts after goalposts and I'm mm-hmm. like never fulfilled because I'm always chasing. And so for people like us or people like me specifically um people who are super goal oriented i think it's important for us to bring the perspective of 
hey, focus on the now too. And obviously there are people out there who maybe all they do is YOLO. Those are not my people. I'm not speaking to those people because like I literally, I have no experience being in that zone. I've never been too focused on the now. I've always been too focused on the past and the future. And I think another lesson that I'm going through is that I have to understand that it is normal for me to not appeal to everyone. I think in the past, I was very afraid of offending certain people because I have my you know unique set of expertise and life experiences. And like, for example, I can talk about, you know, having a uh, 60, 60K salary is not that much. And people are going to see that and be like, what the fuck? Like 60K is so much money. And like, those are literally not my people. Because why were you afraid of offending people? Well, I guess people pleasing tendencies, like I want to be liked, you know, I want to be accepted, but it is getting increasingly clear to me that it's impossible for me to please everyone because I'm just one person and I'm just speaking from my own lens, my own perspective, and I can only make sense to people who are similar enough to um, my worldview and my experience. And, you know, those people will find the most value in in my content, but not everyone can find value. Like for someone who's like, I don't know, making like $5 an hour and like struggling to put food on the table, I don't think my account is for them. And increasingly, I feel like I need to be okay with that. Like I'm constantly training my, I guess my nervous system to be okay with the fact that some people are just so like not aligned with my messaging that it's okay for me to not make sense to them. Is it because it feels uncomfortable? Uh, does it feel uncomfortable? It feels uncomfortable I, I, I think, to upset people. I think it's beyond uncomfortable. Like, it's painful. Like, I don't like being misunderstood, right? And I think a lot of people don't like being misunderstood. Do you feel like you're being misunderstood? Yeah, because mm-hmm. some people, they when they see stuff like, oh, 60K is not a lot of money, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, wow, like, you're just, like, privileged AF and, like, uh... I, I can't even think of the words right now, but they say really mean things. They're like, oh, you're like living in your bubble. You have no clue what's happening around the world. And like you rich bastards just know nothing better. Like, you know, a, a lot of hurtful words. And some people, they do personal attacks. Like, you know, you like ugly bitch, whatever. So like, yeah, these things are hurtful. But I think increasingly I'm training my brain to be okay with that because I guess this is part of this is part of the mission, right? Like, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. I can't just, like, only see positive, like, comments that agree with me. Like, obviously, there are going to be people who disagree with me, and there are also going to be people who disagree with me and attack me. And Do you feel dis- that's part of my... That's part of the package, is what I'm seeing it right now. I guess for me, I'm like... Mm-hmm. If, hearing this, I'm like, disagreement is good. For okay. me, disagreement is good, because disagreement means... You're saying something mm-hmm. innovative. You're saying something mm. new and scary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. For me, also. Controversial? Yeah. From a business perspective, the more culty <laughs> situations yeah. tend mm-hmm. to be people who are the most controversial. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But also, I guess for me, like, it is a good sign when people are up in arms. Yeah. Because pe- that means you're challenging the status quo. Yeah. And, as, and from what I'm hearing, you do want to challenge the status quo. So right. it's like, so yeah. So. Yeah. It's a good sign that you're getting pushback. <laughs> yeah, and and it, it's interesting that you brought that up because I, I've i always felt like my account is like constantly under attack because <laughs> a lot of people disagree with me, right? But I also feel like I don't want to be another vanilla account. Like, what is the point if I'm just on earth here speaking, like copying and pasting everyone else's message and like mm-hmm. copying other people's content and copying other people's brains? Like, what is my purpose on this earth if I'm just going to be a copy and pasted version of other people, if I'm just going to be a cookie cutter? 
And like, why do I even want to create content? Why do I even want to waste my time to just like copy and paste other people? Like that doesn't bring me joy. Like why creating stuff? Like why creating content, creating writing, creating podcast episodes? Like why does that bring me joy? Is because I get to innovate. I get to express a part of me that I feel like isn't found outside. And when that happens, there are going to be people who are going to feel threatened. People right. And people shy. feel triggered mm-hmm. because this is a sensitive topic mm-hmm. and they feel like their manhood's being attacked or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, that's not my responsibility to make people feel good. Like I, I, I guess another, another uh, mindset that I want to adopt more is I want to remind myself that it's okay for me to cause pain in other people. Whether or not you cause pain is not up to you. Right, it's not up to me. But a lot of times I think I mute myself, I censor myself because I don't want to cause pain in others. But sometimes I think pain is necessary. I guess for me... Like a wake-up call is necessary. And I want to be more courageous in terms of being that person who who does the wake-up call. Right, yeah, because... Cause, cause, cause I guess I don't want you to necessarily go like, oh, I want to attack you because it comes No, no, no. But, <laughs> but it's for me to give myself permission to speak my truth mm-hmm. as a wake up call, even if it means some people might get hurt. Well, let's take it to a basic example, a wake up call. Uh-huh. I'm not a morning person. When I get a call at 8 a.m., I'm not happy. Uh-huh. But I asked for that. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're attending like a really important conference Mm -hmm. and someone like literally gives you like a literal wake up call at your hotel room, Mm -hmm. like sure, you might be grumpy, but you're also thankful because you're like, okay, then I'm not missing my important conference. Well, you might be thankful later after your coffee. Right. Right. And so I just want to train my nervous system to be more okay with doing shit like that because I don't believe my purpose on this earth is just to be a plain vanilla copy cutter copy paste person cookie cutter person mm-hmm. like well, i'm here to speak my truth i'm here to wake people up even if it means causing temporary pain right right because it's long-term game right. right and i so wish that there were someone there when i was you know going through all the shit in my life someone there to give me those wake-up <clears throat> calls because you know what like the pain from not having the wake-up call is much greater than the pain from the actual wake-up calls, in my opinion. That's why I'm willing to do it. Yeah, well, your life is never just like in a, you know, three-year, five-year sprint. It's always like a long-term vision. And your your life is basically moving pictures, right? Movies of different scenes combined together. And so you focus on the now, but you also have a, I guess, more long-term view of how... Your entire life is just a giant movie and you don't have to be overly obsessed with any small segment of it. And I also deeply believe that life is just a giant video game. And like all, all the, I guess, setback or challenges that you go through, they make the game more fun. But like if you're just going through the game aimlessly and trying to like copy other people, is that that fun? To me, it isn't. Maybe for some people, it's like, yeah, I love copying people. I love, you know, pretending to be someone else and living their lives and living like a pre-planned life, right? Like some people, they they have those thoughts. And I'm like, great, like you do you, but you're not my people because I'm speaking to the people who actually want to create something for themselves. They want to be original. They want to create something on their own. They want to be in charge of their lives and not just like go with the flow and just like copy everyone else's actions and, and thinking. This sounds like a new branch of the thesis yeah my, my brain is kind of like that's like a spider web okay yeah okay. but but i think all all of it lumped mm-hmm. together one word freedom to me fire freedom and the the whole like being yourself expressing yourself freedom 
So she used freedom and not like independence. Mm, I like the word freedom more. Mm-hmm. Maybe because the word independence had the word dependence in it. <laughs> but the word in means not. I know, but okay. I just don't like that. Okay. I like the word freedom gives me. So I like using that word. And it's very interesting because I feel like a lot of times, because I'm a manifesting generator in human design and I have ADHD, a lot of times I feel like my brain is like going super fast, like a thousand miles per hour. And sometimes I feel like I need to slow down in order to actually put it into words because my brain is just like flying, going places. Um, So I I feel like conversations like this, like with you and also like sometimes I'm just talking to myself, is really helpful because I can record what's going on because my brain is just like constantly like (laughs) it's like racing cars right and it's just like going places and um what is inside my brain is not in my opinion it's only like two percent communicated to like the outside and i i want to do a better job i want to capture more of what's in my brain yeah for me the way i view it is Mm -hmm. i think this is just normal human thought Mm. It, it, it it spiders out right 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 uh eventually Hopefully, uh-huh. you find, you manage to collapse it down. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's very it's very much like quantum. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, if you want to talk about quantum, it's you know you have an equation. This equation works on qubits. This thing, when it's running, expands to infinitely many. If you want to talk about parallel universes, parallel calculations. Mm-hmm. When you finally observe it, it collapses down to your solution. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how quantum solves like billions of problems of it at a time. You know intractable problems that for regular computing mm-hmm. but but yeah so i view the human thought like that right mm-hmm. you know you talk you talk you talk you, you you branch as you're talking you make new connections yeah and then eventually you collapse that down to a hopefully a thesis you know? yeah so yeah so, so so i also find it very helpful yeah very but is a thesis all that important why is a thesis important because i feel like when you're talking you're making like very weak branches weak links ah. right but when you finally step back and take a look at it you can mm-hmm. strengthen them right you can reinforce your you know off the cuff remarks off the cuff links mm-hmm. right maybe because 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 you can think about maybe like building a building right uh-huh. first you put up the frame yeah you go very quickly you put up the frame then yeah. after you put up all the walls the concrete the rebar such yeah. that you know this building which you know you know uh maybe a month ago, you could blow over with a large, the big enough wind. Right. Now this thing can withstand a, you know, magnitude 10 earthquake. Uh-huh. Right. So what does that have to do with thesis? Well, I guess for me, like, in terms of, okay, maybe the, maybe the answer isn't a thesis, but the uh. answer is reinforcing that. Ah, uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, didn't uh, Steve Jobs, he had a quote that said, um, like, when you look back, all mm-hmm. the dots start to connect? Uh, I don't know if it was him. Uh, I'm I, sorry. I think it was him. I don't know that quote. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, so it's pretty interesting. Like he said, when he was in college, he took like random classes, like typography Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like so random, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. he he just did it for fun, but Mm -hmm. then he created Apple and you know, Apple has his own fonts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so like that, you know, that is just kind of like magical when you think about it. Like when you look back at your life, things just start to make sense. Oh, I made that like super random decision. Like, you know, even how we met, we met in a freaking cafeteria and it's just like so random. You know what's interesting? I mean... Because that is the, that is the quote-unquote promise of college, especially mm. liberal arts colleges. Mm. The whole point of liberal arts college is you take a bunch of random arts classes, uh-huh. random, well, not quote-unquote art, but like, you know, 
like you know literature history right right a bunch of classes that you know the traditional person when they're going yeah. to college is like why am i taking these gen ed they're courses? they're not like practical on paper yeah right exactly and it's because college especially well the goal of college is to build a well-rounded individual right right if you look back at time at, at like at like the big names in history you're talking about da vinci you're talking about archimedes these people were you know leonardo like leonardo DiCaprio, no, leonardo da vinci <laughs> Like, like Da Vinci was an astronomer. He was mm-hmm. a scientist. He was yeah. an artist. He freaking painted the Mona Lisa. He he freaking designed like flying contraptions. Mm-hmm. You know, like these people were. Isn't there more... a word like Renaissance or something? Renaissance, Renaissance man. Yeah, Renaissance, Renaissance man. man. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you're talking about Archimedes. He yeah. lived like you know four thousand years before the Renaissance. I mean, more like two thousand. But uh, yeah, uh-huh, I get it, uh-huh. right? But like you know, the the biggest, the most you know, are multifaceted, multi. You know, now of course, I think yeah. it's very hard. Most people are. I think I think it's very hard. Most people tend uh-huh. to be singular focused, tend to be. Maybe I don't know if I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't I don't think I agree with that. Especially, mm-hmm. maybe it's because of my little bubble. Because my bubble is full of multi passionate, multi potentialite people. Maybe with ADHD. Mm-hmm. Maybe in human design is manifesting generator, and we mm-hmm. tend to jump from one thing to the other, mm-hmm. and we're not like super specialized in just one thing. And if anything, a lot of us. We like marry different concepts together, and that is what makes us us. And so I do think society tends to tell people to specialize in something because why? Because workers who are specialized are great workers. You know what? The interesting thing, yeah. So you just put a hypothesis about why people specialize, and and I agree. There's a portion of that. I also agree that it's very hard to marry a bunch of different disciplines. It's very hard. I think it's. Easy for me. I think it's hard、oh, for、yeah. me to not marry it.、Okay. So it it depends on the person yeah, you're asking. You and、yeah. I think we definitely have more than just one type of person in the world.、Right. Like not everyone、mm-hmm. is a specialist、right. in one specific thing all their lives. Right, right, right. Yeah,、um, I think it's very straightforward to deliver value as a specialist. You get more and more. You know, it, the path is there. <laughs> you know, so 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 I think part of it is it's easier too. Okay. Depending on who you're talking right, to, right? Right. Yeah. When I say easier, I mean all of humanity on average, maybe. It it might be easier to articulate.、Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. But、mm-hmm. is it actually easier to execute? I think it depends on the person. Right. Yes. Right. And and I think my world is full of people who are actually good at marrying different parts of themselves together,、mm-hmm. and expressing that multifaceted version of them. Instead of just like one specialized version doing a specialty skill, <laughs> right, right. I mean, let's be honest. The creation of businesses in general、mm-hmm. necessitate the wearing of multiple hats. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you're a solopreneur, like you can't just be like, "Oh, all I'm gonna do is create content." No. Then who's gonna do your accounting and who's gonna write the script and who's gonna edit the videos? Right. Like, and and I think being an entrepreneur really helped me understand that there are a lot of people like us. Who are multifaceted and we're good at different things and we're actually good at marrying concepts together.、Right. And the interesting thing is, like, it's interesting. You say good, but for me, I'm like, you know what? Whether or not you're good, you're just good at really. I mean, because、mm-hmm. you have to be. Right.、Good. So, so there's a level of necessity. Right. There's But there's、necessity. also another level of discovery, like self-discovery. You're like, hey, 
I didn't know I'm capable of doing this, but now that I have the opportunity to wear so many hats, I know that I'm actually fucking good at wearing multiple hats. Do I want to do this forever? Maybe not, but mm-hmm. I know that, you know, I have this newfound skill that or potential that I didn't know that I have. Right. Yeah, and so I almost feel like life in general, like I say, life is a video game, and it's almost like that, Um, is it called Grease? Yeah, that Grease game that I played, it's just like, you know, you, you flow through life, you see different sceneries, mm-hmm. and then... In the end, you have this, like, I guess, enlightenment. Mm-hmm. You you have this, like, deeper understanding of life and yourself. And I feel like that is the whole purpose. And every single experience that you go through, it adds to that. It leads you to that, like, deeper understanding of yourself and of life. You know, this is very philosophical. Because it sounds like you think there is a greater truth to be discovered. I think it's inevitable that you understand more about your life as you experience more life. Mm-hmm. I don't think there is one truth for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that you can develop a better understanding, a deeper understanding of yourself and your life as you experience more of life and you experience more inside of your life. But I don't think it's guaranteed. I think a lot of people, they think that just because they age, they're going to automatically become wiser. Just like how some people think just because they age, they're automatically going to retire at 65. I don't think it's guaranteed. You need to be very intentional with how you approach life in order to get that like deeper understanding it's not guaranteed like if you just like float through life and like automatically do everything on autopilot like you know clock in clock out at your nine to five and then just like numb yourself with like netflix and games i don't think you can get like a deeper understanding if anything you're just very good at doing monkey work and numbing your pain which i think a lot of people are are in that right now interesting yeah i guess you and i have different philosophies for this for me i'm like mm-hmm. there is no greater meaning mm-hmm. or there is no greater purpose ex- external meaning other than mm-hmm. life is life right mm-hmm. life is to be lived life is what you make of it what yeah. if both can be true <clears throat> Where, where's the conflict i i guess i don't see the conflict ah i, I guess it sounds like for you you're like you got to keep pushing because there's a purpose for me i'm like it doesn't matter how far you push i don't know if mm-hmm. it's like pushing ah, mm-hmm. or if you're just so curious if, if you're just like, because the game is fun, you know? Like, would you say when you play Greece, you're like pushing? No, it's because it's pretty fun. Well, here's the thing. Greece has a goal, mm. right? So so the thing is, if you're talking about games, for me, like, there are games called sandboxes. Think uh. about, like, Minecraft. There mm. is no goal to Minecraft. You live... Mm-hmm. I mean, Minecraft is very much like, like our world. Mm-hmm. You're dropped into it. Mm-hmm. There are laws, mm-hmm. laws of physics, laws of whatever. There's no goal. There's no mm. boss to fight. There's no... I mean, here's the thing. As time goes on, yeah, people push for that. I want uh, to find, cause, and I think it's very reminiscent of humans right now, maybe uh, yourself included. I have a vision of this is the world. Yeah, it was created. Who knows what for what purpose? Sorry, there is no purpose. I believe there is no purpose I for you. See. You're like there might be a purpose, but here's the thing. I think this is where we differ. You place on this planet. You're the type of person to mm. be like, I need to find a goal, like, cause mm. I need to find the reason to wake up tomorrow. For me, I'm like. I like this world as is because mm. why do we need a goal to push for? Mm. Right? And it's very interesting be- because you see in the evolution of Minecraft, it started off as literally, it's called sandbox. Mm-hmm. You, know, you take a kid, throw, put it in the sand, they just play all day. Yeah. Right? Eventually, the kid's like, oh, what happens when they grow older? I want to build castles. I want to make them bigger. Right. They start adding goals and purpose when I'm like, maybe I just want to flip sand around. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and, and I think it's very personality-based, right? Mm. Right. Some people, they need to create purpose in the world or yeah. else maybe they're a little lost. And maybe that, I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. I, I guess we do differ in that. I do believe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that there is a purpose. I mm-hmm. believe 
everyone has some sort of purpose. But it is up to them whether they follow that path. And and I, I do believe that a lot of people, they're playing the game of life as if they're NPCs, non-player characters. Mm-hmm. And they're not, they don't really have any greater mission other than maybe being some support character in someone else's game. And sure. they don't really have, I guess, a clear path to where they want to go. And I think that's completely fine. Well, I guess for me, a support character... Has a goal. I don't know what are the terms for uh, it, okay. but my understanding of NPCs is that they're not really players, but they're there. And then when you like approach them, sometimes they give you hints. Yeah, that well, that's kind of my understanding of NPCs. Well, because the NPC you've played games before, NPC right. is like you know you talk to somebody, it, they just it's like you like it's like you talk to a flower, and then the flower like unexpectedly gives you some hints to help you break to the next level. That yeah. that's my that's my understanding. Or, or yeah, okay, yeah, uh, I guess for, yeah. To not be pedantic, like like mm-hmm. a shopkeeper, a shopkeeper, mm. a person gives you a quest, mm. right? These are, these are like they're non-player characters. They have mm. no goal other than what's programmed in the system, right? They mm-hmm. just exist, yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. usually you don't talk with them unless they, you know, right? Yeah, they have no agency of their own. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess this is where we can merge. This is where we can merge our two, you know, philosophical. Right? For me, I'm like, yeah, maybe. In my worldview, everyone's just a bunch of NPCs, or mm. everyone's sorry, everyone's just in this world, and there's no goal. Mm. And maybe the subset of people who believe, who share the same belief as me, <laughs> they don't do very much, or you know, they don't hit some greater purpose. Because, well, if you don't believe there's a greater purpose, you're not gonna find one. Yeah, sure. yeah, you have to believe it first to right. to take action. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. yeah, greater purpose is very internally driven, right? Right. I want to push myself somewhere. Well, if I want to push myself somewhere, then. Hopefully I get that, right? Right, right. You know, so yeah. And I think it's okay to have differing views, but I I do believe that there's a purpose. And I think with my personality, I also tend to see meaning, purpose in a lot of things. Like a lot of things to me are meaningful. Like to me, even objects are not just objects. Like objects, they mean something to me. That's why some objects are very important to me. So yeah, I think that's a... That's a difference in an opinion, and I think that's totally fine. That's a difference in perspective. Yeah. But I, I guess in my perspective, the map of the game includes NPCs. So that includes people who don't believe in purpose. Yeah. Share this episode with anyone you think can benefit from it. Thank you so much for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review or taking a screenshot of this episode. Tagging me at charitung.co and sharing it on Instagram where I'm most active. I can't wait to connect with you. In the meantime, go out there and seek your freedom.